Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. We titled this retreat Being Still, Still Being. And the starting point, the middle point, and the end point of our practice this week is about coming to a space of aliveness and stillness that doesn't get caught up in our habitual, frantic (coughs) busyness. And to do that, we need to explore the roots of this busyness. A lot of you mentioned in the, uh, in the circle of intentions that you wanted to have some time out, you wanted to get away from the blather of your thinking mind. And in many ways, this is what meditation offers. It offers us a, a time-worn technique honed over thousands of years for escaping the torment of that busy thinking mind. And sadly, in our our modern world, that busy thinking mind is magnified and intensified and put on steroids by the, um, the sort of media advertising, social media, internet, consumer-driven tenor of our, our world. So everything around us off the island is sort of geared to make us think more, worry more, get busier, get more and more stressed. So when we yesterday we were talking about the preciousness of the time off the island and how beneficial it can be to turn off our phones and, and go into silence, these are all tools for cutting through the kind of thick shrubbery and overgrowth of our thinking minds. And I'm sure a lot of you have already tackled this problem. This is why you've probably signed up on this course, but it's also why you've done meditation in the past. It's like, okay, I want to have a little piece from that um, that non-stop chatter in my head. But uh, sadly, it's not like taking a pill or just flicking a switch. You can't just sit down on the cushion and all gone, now I'm in, I'm in peaceful nirvana. Uh, it's very, it's deep wired into our brains and our bodies, this addiction to busyness. And I want us to spend today really taking seriously um, the qualities of that busyness that keep us so ensnared Rather than just going, oh, it's a bad thing, must stop doing it, I must be all peaceful and, and lovely like the island. We need to take some time just to acknowledge what that busyness feels like, what it does to us, why it might arise, how it works on our body, how it works on our nervous system, so that we can work with the body rather than just imposing, right, I've got to be quiet now, I've got to be all peaceful, because that, that really doesn't work in my experience. So we're going to spend some time exploring um, the nature of our thinking mind, 
and how it's intimately linked to our body, particularly to the defences of our body. Um, we'll explore this as the, as the course goes on, but I want you to be very gentle with your thinking minds. Don't bring the same sort of frantic, must-get-this-done energy to, to this practice as you might do to other things in your life. We've got a whole week to explore, we've got a whole week to experiment, we've got a whole week to savour the different states of our, of our being. Sometimes we are lost in our thoughts and tied up in busyness, sometimes we can taste a much more expansive and more delicious uh, sense of being. And obviously meditation is really geared towards cultivating that, but it's also... Um, gives us a lens through which we can see what causes us to get so busy and stressy. So we're not blaming ourselves or thinking that we're bad for thinking a lot, but actually we come to a deeper understanding of where those thoughts come from. And I'd like to suggest uh, this morning that fundamentally our thinking and particularly that kind of non-stop, discursive, yabbity-jabbity thinking that torments us so much, comes from, or arises on top of, a bodily response to our environment. So in some sense, thinking is not the problem. Thinking is a symptom of something deeper. And we need to go back to new basic neuroscience to really understand this. We are organisms, we're living organisms, and we live in a world of other organisms. Here we all are, complex organisms sharing a space. And over the millennia, or millionelia, what's the... Over the many <laughs> millions of years that we have uh, evolved to being the incredible creatures that we are now, um, We've developed certain bodily responses, certainly inbuilt organic responses that are soma. So the soma is everything that's not the psyche. So it's our body and our cells and our nervous system and our musculature. That our soma, our body, responds to the world automatically, way, way faster than our thinking mind. So the, the neocortex, the rind of our of our brains, which is the most modern part, which does all the thinking, is really much slower than the, the, the core of our brain, which does all the, the very fast bodily stuff. And in essence, uh, as organisms, we move away from dangerous things and we move towards things that we like, just as like a single cell amoeba does that. So this, this somatic response to the world underlies everything else. And we'll see, hopefully, in the course of the week that it is the root of why we end up lost in our thoughts, crazily following Twitter feeds that we're not interested in or you know, on porn sites or obsessively eating, <coughs> obsessively drinking or whatever our particular way of dealing with that bodily tension is. So we're going to spend this morning really exploring the biology of that tension and the biology of that um, defensive um, 
<coughs> structure in the body, which often manifests then later on as, as obsessive or neurotic thinking. And this, is, this really is a practice of deep relaxation that draws on um, recent neuroscience, largely the work of a man called Stephen Porges, did some amazing, well, he's, he's still doing amazing work on the uh, human nervous system. Um, and what I suggest we do is we go through the practice and then uh, I can fill you in on the theory afterwards. I think it's better if we actually have an experience of it. But essentially it's looking into our bodies and seeing where we habitually tense against the world, seeing if we can relax that and then drawing on another system in our body which is about opening to the world, relaxing into the flow of existence. And if we, can, if we can start here, then this is going to give us a very strong foundation for, for all the rest of our work this week. Any, any questions so far? I don't want to overload you with neuroscience because I can really go off on one there. If I choose to, uh, but uh, that is where we're starting, so might as well be honest. So we do this practice lying down. So if you want to lie with your heads towards the centre, as we did yesterday with uh, Kirsten. Thank you for listening. And please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.